Hello, hello, hello. Thank you so much for listening to the hashtag Create Your Earth Life podcast with myself, your host, Janessa Staples. And today I'm going to be having a guest on. Her name is Madison Palika. She is from Utah and she went from Mormon to New Age practices to now she is reading the Bible and learning about Jesus and learning about God. So she is going to share her story with us. She's awesome. I've met her. I met her on Instagram and I've been following her for a while. And I feel like our spiritual journey has been very linear. When I started following her, her and I were both really into new age practices. And that's why I liked her account a lot. And now we're both kind of converting towards worshiping Jesus and reading the Bible and whatnot. So I hope you get a lot out of this podcast. I hope you enjoy. Here we go. So my name is Madison Palika, and I grew up in Utah as a Mormon, and that is a member of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints, or the LDS Church. Um, I went to college in Fort Worth, Texas at Texas Christian University, which I thought it was going to be a Christian school, but it was really not. Um, And for right now, I'm back in Utah again. But in college, I studied advertising and public relations, which kind of opened my eyes to deception and manipulation. And it led me to start questioning deception and manipulation in my own religion. So I started to see that a lot in the church that I had grown up believing. So throughout college, I just went on this journey to find truth. And it took me through like a lot of spirituality and psychology and science. And like after four years of like intense research, like never ending intense research, I would research instead of hanging out with people. I you know, thought I found my own beliefs and I thought that I hit the total jackpot. So after I graduated, I ended up writing my book. Um, It's called Make Your Own Magic. And it was just about like creating your own reality and all about holistic health and the spirituality stuff that I learned over the years. Um, So that's like kind of where I've been at. And right now I'm working as a heart math certified mentor, which just basically, it like summed up all the spirituality I learned about, but in a scientific way. So I was like, oh, this is perfect. This is for sure what I want to do. But I mean, I'm sure we'll probably talk more about it. I just am like feeling very confused and out of alignment with what I'm currently doing and the things that I talked about in my book. And there's just like, a lot of fundamental changes happening and I feel like there's going to be more coming my way. Okay. So, okay. So you started off with saying you were Mormon, right? You grew up as Mormon. Yeah. So can you talk about what that was like or what does Mormon mean? I'm not sure. I mean, I don't really have a, yeah, I don't know a lot about it. Um, well, People usually will hear Mormon and be like, okay, so do you have five moms? And I'm like, no, that's not what it is. 
<laughs> so I think people kind of feel like Mormons are like an alien race, but some of the things Mormons do, it's like, so Mormons go to church every Sunday. It's like a three hour long thing. I think they might've just changed it to two hours, but it used to be three hours when I was in it. Um, Mormons wear modest clothing. Like they don't show their shoulders, no bikinis. They wear special undergarments, visit temples, do baptisms. Uh, they do this thing called baptism for the dead, which is basically like converting people into the church that have already passed on. Uh, no drinking, no drugs, not allowed to drink coffee. Um, they believe in the Book of Mormon and the Bible, which is interesting. It's like, I think they think that the Book of Mormon is just like an add-on, but they don't really add up in the same way. Like the Book of Mormon says that Jesus and Satan are brothers, whereas the Bible does not say that. Um, but some Mormons, they don't have sex until marriage. They do this thing where they send men and women out on missions. So men will go out, I think it's at age 19, for two years and girls will go for a year and a half and they just spread the gospel and try to convert people. Um, and the pattern is like you grow up, you get baptized, you go on your mission, you come home, find somebody who's also Mormon to marry in the temple. Like this is a huge deal in Utah is getting married in the temple and then just like having a bunch of kids. So that's like, kind of an overview of what goes on in the religion and the people in it are great but i just think that the religion itself has some problems um but i do i want to say like of all my community and friends i was one of the ones who was the least serious about it from the very beginning um i was baptized at age eight but <laughs> when I got older, I really only liked going because we would get Taco Bell after <laughs> sacrament service. So I just loved Sundays of going to church because I knew I'd be getting a big burrito after. But um, it's like a tough subject to talk about because it's like there's a feud between Mormons and ex-Mormons. And a lot of Mormons think the ex-Mormons hate Mormons because like a lot of people recently will leave the church but we keep talking about it and making all these comments and to the Mormons it's probably like okay like if you don't like it leave it alone go away like quit unnecessarily attacking us like you're being rude but to the ex-Mormons it's really different because to us it's like like a holy shit I need to save you guys because a large reason that people leave the religion is we find out that we've been lied to and manipulated and that they've been like blatantly lying to our faces and hiding information. So when I was looking into the manipulation and deception, that's what I started learning. And it just felt like a real purpose for me to try and get my friends and my family, like telling them, stop giving your entire life to this church because they're not who you think you are and people do they dedicate their entire lives to it so anyway the mormon culture it's really strict and it was tough growing up in it because 
since it's so strict that people are very judgmental and it puts a lot of pressure, especially on the youth, I think, to be perfect. And so this aspect of it leads to a lot of depression and suicide. Um, I'm pretty sure Utah is like one of the leading states, if not the highest state for like the worst opioid epidemics. And I can't chalk that all up to just like the church and its culture, but there do seem to be a lot of connections. Um, so today, especially like more and more people are leaving the church in search of something better. Um, a lot of people now consider it to be an actual cult, uh, complete with brainwash and mind control and behavioral control. And it's just sketchy. Like one of my friends, like I took my records out of the church so that my name, like I'm not affiliated anymore. My friend tried to do the same thing and she got a notification saying that they have sent in her request 10 times and it's still being ignored. Like she can't get out. So I don't really know what's going on behind the scenes in the church, but like my gut just tells me it's not at all in alignment with what they preach and definitely not in alignment with what the Bible teaches, at least from my understanding so far. Um, and we'll, of course, probably be talking more about that in this episode. But yeah, so that's just like a, a grand overview of the Mormon church and like what's going on within it today. Were you able to talk with your family and friends and get some of them out of it or are some of them still in it? Um, yeah, for a few years at least, I think that I really dedicated my Instagram to waking people up and sharing this information about like the way that the church just lied or that they're manipulating people. So my mom was never a member, which is awesome. Uh, my dad has kind of a hard time because I left the church. My sisters left the church. One of my sisters was actually married in the temple and then she left the church and got divorced to that guy. Um, but like more and more of my friends are leaving. I used to have people all the time. <clears throat> actually, I still do that will message me saying like, thank you so much for sharing this. I have been questioning my faith in the church and like what you're saying is just really ringing true to me. So yeah, I don't know if I've necessarily like saved anyone from it, but I do think that the work I've been doing has helped people to make their own decisions and like look more clearly at what they're dedicating their lives to. Wow. That's amazing. I didn't know all that information. It's intense. So you <laughs> went to college once you got out of, um, out of that religion, which you stopped be being a Mormon, you went to college, right? Yeah. I went to college thinking that I was going to gain my own Mormon testimony like get stronger in the church once I was away from our culture. And then I got to college and I was like, screw this. And everything kind of just fell apart. And I started questioning everything. Okay. And then when was it when you started getting into more new age practices? Honestly, I feel like it was from the very beginning because my immediate desire, like the thing I was drawn to the most <laughs> was I want to be psychic. Okay. And that was where the whole thing started was like, how do I become psychic? 
and just from there I went deep into the metaphysical stuff and all of that. That's actually kind of funny because when I started getting into like spirituality and stuff, I came from a background of like, we didn't go to church. Um, actually church was kind of like something threatened. Like I remember not like, I remember acting up as a child. My mom would be like, you're going to go see the father. And I was raised by my mom and I didn't have my dad in my life. So I thought she meant she was just going to send me to my dad, um, Mm -hmm. at the time. And like, I was like scared because I was like, I don't, I don't know him. Like, why would you (laughs) do that? But then I explained, I know I meant we're going to go to church. Um, so it was kind of like a scary thing because maybe she didn't have a good experience. So she thought of like putting it on me or something. I'm not sure. So then when I, was like around 18. I started getting into spiritual stuff. And I do remember one of the things I was really into, I wasn't like, Oh, I want to be a psychic, but it was, you know, um, opening my third eye was something I really Mm. wanted to be able to do, which I feel like is pretty much, is that the same thing being like psychic and opening your third eye? Does that give you the same? I feel like it is just like different terms maybe. Yeah. So that's kind of funny. We both, I mean, you obviously had a background in a different religion, but um, mm-hmm. when we got new age practices, we kind of had the same ideas. Yeah. Very interesting. Mm-hmm. I feel like a lot of people who were like new into the spirituality and like new in that journey and that type of awakening, a lot of people go straight to the third eye, like opening your third eye. So that's really interesting. Yeah. Yeah, that is interesting. So you started doing new age practices. Um, How long did you do them for? Do you know? Probably four years, maybe five years. Yeah, it was like my whole life. Like I even, I remember dating somebody and we like connected because we both grew up in religions and like kind of faded away. But I was so into all of this new age stuff and I believed it so heavily that it was like, I couldn't shut up about it. Like it was all I could ever talk about. And I remember him having to say to me like, Maddie, you know how you don't like Mormon missionaries because they just like really pressure you and they're so like, almost like they're harassing you. And I was like, yeah. He was like, that's kind of what you're doing. And I was like, no, (laughs) it was the worst. I had to like really reel it in. It was terrible. Did you know that it was called new age or did you just think of it as like a spiritual journey, a peak or something? Yeah. I just considered it a spiritual journey, like an awakening. Um, I guess that new age is just kind of like an easy umbrella term to use now, but really like I was looking into Hinduism, Buddhism, like just different religions. I was looking into like quantum physics and string theory. Like, I don't know if that necessarily goes into new age, but that's kind of where I was at. And like just learning about meditation, chakras, crystals, stuff like that. Yeah. And so now more recently you have begun, would you say you've completely converted? You're in the middle of converting? Like what, um, what are your thoughts on like Christianity or uh, what would you say? Um, I don't know if I would necessarily say I've like converted just because for me, 
that has like a really religious feeling to it because I don't even feel like I'm going to Christianity because I feel like Christianity today has been twisted kind of like I feel like it's kind of fallen away from the Bible's actual teachings so I really am just like looking into the actual Bible and what it actually says what Jesus talked about and I'm still at the very beginning of the Bible, so I'm, I don't think I'm anywhere close to even reading about Jesus yet. But yeah, so I'm dipping my toes in the water, but I do feel like I'm going to end up staying with this. Like, that's just the gut feeling that I have. What inspired you to start reading the Bible? Um, I feel like it was... Do you know who Caitlin Pasternak is? No. She was like this new age, like she was like the queen. Like she was so good. She would hop on, always was talking about the new earth. Like, was that something that you were into? Like the new earth? No. No? Okay. Well, she was always talking about like building the new earth and like going into 5D consciousness and like all this really metaphysical stuff. And I loved listening to her and I like really looked up to her. And then she like kind of went off the grid for a while and I was wondering what was going on. And then she came back talking about Jesus. And I was like, what the F? Like, I don't want to hear about Jesus. Why are you talking about Jesus? And I was bugged, honestly, at first that like she sold out. And that she went to this like patriarchal white religion or whatever. And then she, I mean, she was off the grid for a while, like not posting anything. And then one day she had a story. So I was like, oh my gosh, so interesting. I want to see what she's posting about. And I went to it and it was a video by this guy also on Instagram called Love Already One. I don't know if you follow him, but he it was it was titled like shamanism punk rock psychedelics and jesus and i was like whoa (laughs) like i gotta listen to this one so i just like opened my heart opened my mind tried not to be judgmental and he just talked about how he went through the whole spiritual journey like so deep to the point that he was studying like under a shaman like he was really into shamanism and he thought like Jesus was just a shaman too and like the same as Buddha and whatnot and then he got out of it all and went to Jesus like he started having demonic experiences and was like getting attacked and he was like Jesus if you were real please save me and everything stopped so for him it was like shit now I'm gonna have to look into this because I don't think he really believed that way in Jesus, like that he was, you know, the son and the savior or whatever, but he kept being saved by Jesus, but like from these demonic experiences. So he started looking into the Bible and doing all that. And now he is like the number one, like God believer. And he's always posting about Jesus and like the Bible and the true nature of reality. And I just started like binging his videos. And I kid you not, I have never felt that type of peace before. And like, while I was listening to it, I just realized 
how false a lot of the stuff was that I was believing because it felt heavy. Like it felt like I could finally take all these, like I had a backpack with rocks in it and like I could finally just take it off. And these rocks were affirmations and mantras and self-help and having an abundance mindset and doing this and meditating and blah, 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 blah. And then I just realized like, I don't need any of that. Like I can just learn about Jesus. Like that's it. And so that was really what made me like change my heart and decide like I should give this a chance because I never thought that I would let go of my new age stuff, but just from like one eight minute long video, like I was like so peaceful. I was crying tears of joy. And I was like, I did not know that this was even possible. Wow. You'll have to send me that when you, uh, when we get off this. Yeah, I I definitely will. It's he's so good. Yeah. Okay. Awesome. Um, okay. So do you feel so that I didn't know about that. I just know what I see on your Instagram and what you share. Mm -hmm. Do you feel that politics has helped curve you spiritually? Yeah. Yeah. It's like, uh, where do I even begin with this one? Um, it's crazy how much that spirituality and politics coincide. Like I never would have thought that they had anything to do with each other, but they have everything to do with each other. Um, like I'll just go back to the beginning. So I like grew up obviously in this Mormon, like very conservative household. And when I was in college, the gay marriage issue was like the huge social issue. And I knew that my church was against it, but I couldn't come up myself with logical reasons of like why it shouldn't be allowed. So that put a huge hole in my religious beliefs. And that was like part of the reason I started going on that spiritual journey. But along with this, I like started realizing that like people are all connected and everyone's feelings should matter. And I totally became like a democratic social justice warrior. Like I know they use that term. That was me. And I like all of a sudden flipped all of these conservative views because I thought the Democrats wanted to like save the planet and save the world and save people the same way that I did. So I really like my spiritual beliefs were leading me to be a Democrat. And I was that way for like four years and my parents hated it, but I was like, whatever, you're old and white. You don't know anything (laughs) because that was just like what I believed and also like some of my own programming. But then coronavirus hit and things obviously seemed kind of weird and eerie and like things weren't really adding up. And then the documentary Out of Shadows with Liz Crokin came out. Did you see that? I did. You shared it and I watched it. Yep. Yeah. Unbelievable. And then on top of that, the video of David Rodriguez came out and went viral. And he was just talking about like this Hollywood pedophile ring that's going down. And suddenly like mass amounts of people were talking about deception and manipulation, which is like one of the first things I realized while studying advertising and public relations was that it's like all this manipulation to get people to act in a certain way. But then I realized this year, like it's way 
way bigger than I initially perceived. Like I had no idea. <clears throat> so all of these things started coming out like political corruption, the Pizzagate stuff, child trafficking, Illuminati, like pedophilia, all these different things, MK Ultra, mind control. And it started coming out that like the same people who were talking about this were also talking about God and Jesus and the Bible and like different scriptures. And they kept saying like what's happening now in the world is biblical. And they kept saying Trump is a man of God. And for me at the time, like I was just queasy at that thought, like thinking of Trump being associated with God because from my like, extreme democratic perspective trump was just this like stupid evil demon with not one good thing about him but as i like kept opening my eyes to this new information like stuff that seemed too insane to even be true the more sense everything started to make and my perspective started to shift so it was like this bomb just kind of went off and all of a sudden there was all of this information and misinformation and I realized that the misinformation was coming from the Democrats. And it was like so upsetting for me that like I had poured my heart and my beliefs into this political party and now they were manipulating people. Like the exact thing that I was standing against. So I started to realize like, even though I thought I was totally spiritually awakened, I had been brainwashed by Democrats and by the news media and like these mainstream outlets, even like Netflix and Hulu. And like, I can see it so clearly now, like there's not a single show that I can watch that doesn't have something in it that like shits on Trump in one way or another. Like there's propaganda everywhere. But so I just started to realize like, if I could be wrong about Democrats and Trump, then I have to be wrong about other things. And so that's when I started, again, opening up to Jesus Christ and like realizing that some of the stuff I had initially believed in was false light. So I went into the Bible and started learning more about it. And I've just realized that like the things that Republicans believe in, like their sense of morality is the same sense of morality that's talked about in the Bible. And like, they really do have these strong Christian values, whereas Democrats don't really even have a sense of morality. Not that they're not moral people, but it's just like, I don't know. It just seems like God is on Republican side or Republicans are on God's side. Like they go together. And so I just, yeah, I don't feel like new age and the whole democratic perspective or truth anymore but that Jesus in the Bible and the Republican like conservative values that go along with that, those are what are seeming like truth to me now. Yeah. I feel the same way. I didn't have strong feelings about being a Democrat. I did know I was like in the middle and I leaned a little left. Mm -hmm. Um, but I honestly, I, again, I, my mom, she didn't, um, have any like political views or if she didn't agree with something or disagree with something like she would talk about it but she never said oh I'm democrat I'm republican like I had no That's idea cool. what kind of family um I mean now now that the pandemic has hit I see like 
my grandmother like and my grandfather they're the exact opposite my grandfather's republican my grandmother's a democrat <laughs> it's very interesting and i didn't know that before because my grandmother always said like i don't talk about who i vote for that's not something mm. to talk about and now she's like you better be voting and i'm like mm-hmm. yikes yeah <laughs> um but uh so yeah, so now I lean very right. I feel like morally, um, you know, my morals connect with the right side more. And mm-hmm. of course, they do go off of a lot of biblical um, things in mm-hmm. the Bible. Um, but the thing is, I'm still questioning because, excuse me, um, I was at first like, okay, like, is Democrat versus Republican? Is that like, Satan versus God or whatever in a way. But now I'm like, what if the whole political party and all of Hollywood and like all of that is like satanic versus people that are like trying to figure it out? I don't know. Like I still feel like there's like this Mm -hmm. spiritual war and I'm and of course like like we had talked about before recording, trying to figure it all out and really there's just too many pieces to the puzzle to figure out. So I just like have to rely on God, rely on Jesus, read the Bible and stop trying to figure out what the heck's going on and just trust that right the plan is the plan. Um but yeah so I definitely lean right for sure. Um, mm-hmm. I still question things. I do question Trump at times. Like I like him. I don't have a problem Absolutely. with him, but I do question, like there's been things that people have pointed out. Like he, like um, I think we had talked about this a while back, but he was asked like, do you ask God for forgiveness? And he's like, oh no, I keep God out of that kind of stuff. And I'm like, well, that's like kind of whole- weird. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. I definitely still question him too. Like, especially when it comes to like the MK ultra, like mind control programming stuff, because like the one thing that I always have kept in mind is that the Simpsons predicted it, predicted it in quotations, like, cause the Simpsons has predicted all of these different things that have happened in real life. And it's like, I don't think that those are predictions. I think that it's more of like a plan and they're, I don't know, like putting it out into the public so that it just becomes normal and accepted. And like in the Simpsons, there's this scene of Donald Trump going down the ele- or the escalator and waving. And in real life, that exact scene happened and there's pictures of it and it matches the Simpsons. So I'm like, it's, Like, I want to believe in him so badly, but at the same time, I'm like, is he just another player in the game? Like, does he, is he going along with this whole show? And like, really, he's on the same side as the other side and they're just working together. That's where I start to get like, I don't know. Yeah, that's where I'm at too. And um, there's these two guys, I can't remember their names, but they're these old, old guys that I've seen a picture of them. And it talks about how it says like, you think that the president is running the country, but these are the guys that are running the country and they're like billionaires. And then Mm -hmm. someone had posted about how one of these guys like bailed Trump out in the nineties with like billions of dollars because he was in debt with something 
So basically this guy like owns Trump and I'm like, okay, so like how much is this is true? Like I need to do more research on this, but like, that's kind of sketchy that people are saying these two older guys run the country and Trump has taken money from one of them. Like what, you know, and then it just, you know, it's that rabbit hole that you. Exactly. And that's again, like with what I learned from that Aaron Rose thing that I was telling you about. And how he was saying, like, there's the light of God and then there's the shadows cast by it that are the logic and reasoning and needing to figure everything out and know the whole plan. Like, that's kind of where I feel like when when I'm diving into the rabbit holes and like trying to understand and figure out, like, who is Trump? Is he a good guy? Is he a bad guy? Who is he connected to? Blah, blah, blah. It's like, that's when I start to realize, like, I'm getting lost in the shadows. And I just need to turn my eyes to the light, look to God, pray, read your Bible. You don't need to worry about who Trump is like, because God knows God's got his plan going on and there's nothing I can do about it. And no way that I can know everything that's happening. Oh, I love that so much. That is like, and it's so refreshing too, to be like, okay, like I don't actually have to worry about this stuff. Like all I need to do is focus my attention on Jesus and read the Bible. Like that's yes. my responsibility. Yes. Yeah. All right. So you have a podcast as well. Would you like to talk about it? Yeah. Yeah. So my podcast, it's called Wake the F*** Up. I don't want to say the real swear word. Um, <laughs> if, if you're typing it, it's only on Spotify right now. So if you're typing it in the search bar, it's F star CK. Um, and that's what will make it pop up. But yeah, I started my podcast this year. Just, um, I mean, initially it was dedicated to awakening humanity to the reality of the world and like your creative potential. And I just wanted people to like step out of their slumber for a second and to open their eyes to things that might be going on around them, like which they're too entrenched in their dream or their delusion to even like see or notice or talk about or think about. But now it's kind of transitioned more into me sharing my own journey for truth and just being super vulnerable about what I'm going through because Like, it seems like there's such a large group of people that are also transitioning from new age to like learning about Christ and this kind of like purified version of Christianity. So it just seems like a really important like documentation that people who maybe aren't this far along in their journeys yet could use as helpful, like to give support or guidance, new perspectives, but also I kind of want it to be like a shortcut so that people don't have to go through the whole new wave spirituality thing and then realize that they've been deceived by false light and then find God. Like I'm hoping now that it'll just like be there for people to listen to so that they can go like cut straight to the chase, go straight to God, straight to the Bible. And yeah, so that's what's going on in my podcast these days. Yeah. I listened to the first episode and it sounds like you and I love Joe Rogan. Yes. <laughs> yes. I, I love your introduction. I can't remember. I was like the, what, what does it say in your introduction? You talk about like when you wrote it out in your bio, you said, um, you are the, 
the Joe Rogan um, and the Duncan Trussell. Do you listen to him? No. It was like of, I don't even remember what I say. Is that horrible? <laughs> no, it's not horrible. But it was funny. And I definitely suggest people check it out. Um, read her bio because it is funny. And you do have so much insight. And that's why I wanted you to come on the podcast because you have a lot of great information to share. And I just really enjoy looking at your Instagram and connecting with you and talking with you. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. My Instagram is at Madison Palika, M-A-D-I-S-O-N-P-A-L-I-C-A. Interesting last name. So I know that people usually either will misspell it or have no idea how to pronounce it. So that's the spelling and it's pronounced Palika. Palika. Okay. And is there anything else you'd like to add? Um, Anything you would like to say to people that are confused or converting or anything, whatever you'd like Um, to Yeah, actually, when I was listening, I think it was your episode number like 22, the one with your cousin. Okay. I just like had this huge realization of like how beautiful it is that there's all these people coming out and speaking out and like sharing that are beginners like humble people genuinely seeking truth and love and god saying like hey i'm totally new to this and like i'm totally new to the bible but this is what i'm learning and like that's not a perspective that i've ever heard or been exposed to before and i was just thinking like It could open up this window for all of these people who maybe like are maybe already Christian, but don't actually have an understanding of the Bible or other people in different religions who have never, you know, had a chance to be, to be hearing about the Bible and Jesus and for people to choose like whether they want to hear it and learn themselves and to step on this path from the very beginning with like no fear of judgment or fear of not knowing enough because everyone is literally beginners. And I just like see it as people being led to the word of God, like totally naturally and spontaneously. And, you know, especially people who never thought ever in their lives that they would ever go to the Bible and ever believe in Jesus. Then it just like was opening me back up to the idea that like there is a divine plan and that this is the word of God. And it just seems like there's like never been a more critical time in the world knowing about the politics and the corruption and the human trafficking and all of those things, like even child sacrifice. And then come to find out like all of these things are literally talked about in the Bible from the very beginning. And um, like, I don't know if you are into QAnon, but one of the things that they always say is like future proofs past. And they didn't get that at first, but now I'm starting to understand it. Like here we are way in the future and the Bible, like all these things from thousands of years ago written in the Bible directly mirror exactly what's happening right now. So anyways, yeah, it just like hit me that this really is like this huge mass awakening like a mass exodus from other religions and other spiritual practices and this huge chunk of people who were engaging in like paganism and 
witchcraft and new age and like false light, false prophets making like this public transition. And I just like have been feeling like the people who are going to get picked up along the way, like, and come onto this journey with these people who were transitioning. It's just so beautiful. And like, it goes to show that there really are things happening that we can't necessarily like see with our eyes, but there is like this wave and this like mass outpouring of the spirit. And I'm just like excited to see where it's going to take us all as a world. Yeah, I am too. Very, very well said. Thank you. (laughs) You're welcome. Well, thank you so much for being on the podcast. Of course. I've been looking forward to this since we had talked about it. And I plan to have it up this Sunday. So I'll be in touch with you. Awesome. I'm so excited. Thank you so much for inviting me on here. Yeah, you're welcome. I hope you guys enjoyed this podcast with Madison Palika. I love talking with her. I definitely suggest you listen to her podcast and check out her Instagram. And I would like to say one thing. During this podcast, I discussed how I was raised by my mom and I didn't grow up having my father in my life. And I don't feel like I really need to go into depth and explain this situation. But um, my father is in my life now and I love him very much and we have a great relationship. So I would just like to point that out that he is in my life now. And if you're listening to this podcast on iTunes, I would greatly appreciate it if you could leave it a review. And if you found some insight inside this podcast episode, please share it with your friends. All right. You guys have the best day ever. Bye.